Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Kate Happy Harlow. New Year. Happy New Year. Agrape Moo. Agrape Holy moo. shit. What just happened for the past two years? It's yeah. 2022. It's 2022. I mean, shit's getting real here on planet Earth. Yes, it I have is. To say. <laughs> we are being called to dig really, really deep within ourselves. Yes, we are. Yeah. And to decide who we want to be. Yes. Which is part of our intention with episode 105, setting 2022 <laughs> up to be your best year of love. And there is going to be so much jam-packed in this episode. And of course, where we need to start is where all the things that get in the way of having a great year of love. And mm -hmm. one of the things that we were talking about that inspired this episode is the main pain of the old paradigm. And the second you think love is outside of you or love happens in your life as you, as a result of having a partner or having an engagement ring or having a wedding, you are in big trouble. Mm. And I don't know how we got here around all of this, you know, insanity that we have around romantic love, but love is love is love is love is love. And it's what you are. And the number one thing to set yourself up for with this year is actually deciding that you are not going to look for love outside of yourself anymore, because the thing that is in the way you're not, and you're not looking for love when you're looking for a partner. I, one of my, my gosh, this post was shared almost a thousand times at the end of last year you're not looking for love. You're looking for a partner to share the experience of love wick with. Mm -hmm. And if you look for love, then love is now outside of you. Love is in that person's hands. They've just given all of your power away mm -hmm. and now you're attached and now you're going to be in deep pain if that person leaves or changes their mind. And then around and around you go rather mm -hmm. than love is in your life, no matter what. And the healing journey is to open your heart to it. Yes, 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 yes. Love all of that. <laughs> and I was just going to say also, it means that you believe that love is scarce. And that's mm. the, the, the yeah. of course, the setup, the big setup is the fairy tale love story that is everywhere. That is not just in fairy tales, but it's in rom coms and in every music song on planet Earth. And all of us, we consume that freaking fairy tale love story over and over and over again. It's everywhere. It infiltrates our every cell, every pore, every, <laughs> every aspect of us mm. constantly. And a story is that there's this one glorified pedestaled, great love that's going to come along and then it's going to save you. And then everything's going to be amazing. And your life will begin once you have that 
thing and that scarce thing. And like, what a fucking setup, like yes. what a setup for a life of disappointment. What a dependency for a life of codependency, because you constantly are looking to that one person who maybe it was that epic thing in the beginning, and then you're chasing it from them. And I think like the, the reason love, the reason I experienced so much love, I said to you before we started this episode that, you know, I think when I'm single and this happened when I left Charlie as well, I was so freaking happy. I remember when I met Jeff, people kept saying, you're going to meet a guy now because you're so happy that you don't need or want a relationship. And the reason I'm so happy is because I have so much love in my life. And that's why when I'm single, since not always, I was a fantasy love addict until I turned 30, until I left Charlie and began this journey. So the last decade, I've been like deeply rooted Mm -hmm. in my relationship with myself. I started my personal development journey 15 years ago, but the last 10, I've been deeply rooted in me. And the reason love is so abundant in my life and the reason I don't feel that pressure to be in relationship, I mean, obviously I just got out of one, but Jeff and I were untangling for two years and we really haven't, I mean, we've been living apart for two years. I've been traveling a lot in those two years. We would go on a date when I was home, like once a week, like we haven't really been in a relationship for the last couple of years and, or what most people would deem as a relationship. And so technically you could say like, I could be a woman who's been almost single for two years. And yet I don't feel this pressure to like need to find someone need to be with someone need to like, I'm dabbling with dating more just to experience what we share on the podcast and to practice it. But the, the reason is that I have so much freaking love in my life and Mm. everyone in my life I love deeply and I don't have people in my life just because I have to, or I'm supposed to, or because they're long-term friendships that I'm obligated to. Literally, I'm in love with everyone in my life. And why do I have that capacity? And some women don't because I have broken down all the barriers around my heart that have stopped me from feeling love for everyone in my life. So I feel love, especially in Greece with all those open-hearted humans, but I feel love even connecting with a total stranger. Like I fell in love with the cleaning lady at the Cortia mm-hmm. state, Maria, who barely spoke a lick of English. And like, she bawled when I left. And when I said bye at the end of my five weeks staying there where the emergence took place, I de- built a deep relationship with her even we both felt deep love for each other, even though our conversations were like barely at all. It was more just like smiling and hugging and, and like the odd broken conversation. But like I experience love everywhere I go because I walk through the world with my heart open. So if you are feeling scarcity in love and you're holding out for that one great love, or you're bitter and resentful that your ex or your ex, not your ex, or you might be bitter and resentful at your ex, but your that your partner is not giving you the love he once gave you is like, if you're thinking it's in that one person, like that is Mm -hmm. the freaking setup. Love is everywhere. And my, my desire for you is that you learn how to break down those barriers around your heart and you learn how to get to know all of those walls. Your heart does not need protection. It did when you were little, but as an adult, that protection is fucking hurting you and it's robbing you from experiencing the love that's everywhere and all the amazing souls that you could deepen Mm. in intimacy with. I think of all the women that come to the immersion and how they experience intimacy with the other women at the immersion deeper than any intimacy they've experienced in their lives before. 
because their hearts are actually opening and their walls are coming down and they're letting, they're letting each other in truly and vulnerably. And they're seeing all sides of each other and loving all of it versus most relationships and friendships, even if you're really close in the old paradigm, most relationships are a bunch of walled women who are relating on a very surface level. Maybe it's gossipy. Maybe it's dramatic. Maybe you feel supported by your friends, but are you truly seen for who you are? Well, if you don't see yourself and you don't walk through the world with your heart open and knowing the truth of your own soul, how can anyone else see you? And there, there is so freaking much that you just said. I'm so glad you brought up scarcity because that is not like so old paradigm and also a clear indication of survival mode and being in your head. So like if you're in scarcity, you're in your head. And probably what's happening with dating is the first nice person that comes along because you're dependent and you're afraid there aren't enough men in the world or enough nice people in the world or no one you're attracted to. So then you get attached and then you wonder why it doesn't work out, right? Abundance is actually at the core of all of this. And this is what the healing work is about, right? Living from your heart is actually a state of consciousness. It's not just this cute, fun thing that happens. And it's certainly not that you are blissed out all the time. It is a state of consciousness, the consciousness that learn you live from compassion, you live from belonging, you live from worthiness, and you also live from holding both. And life is both magical. And sometimes things are hard and things don't always go according to plan. And I keep thinking one of your gifts is you go through the world with giving love. Mm. Right. And so if you want to set yourself up for success in 2022, you have to decide to give the thing that you are seeking. And Kate and I promise you, this is actually what works. This is what works. If you enter any relationship in order to get something, your heart is shutting down and the flow of love actually can't happen. And so give the thing that you are seeking give love, give compliments, be different on the dating app, be different in your family, be different in your friend circle. And the other thing I want to share is intention. You know, I don't believe in resolutions and I'm sure you agree. I have never set new year's resolutions and all the research shows that they're actually stupid and they don't work and they stop after a month. Why? Fantasy, fantasy. Because resolutions are fantasy based. And they are like, oh, I'm going to change now for the new year. Like I need a reason, but it's not actually rooted in anything. The thing that I do is choose a word for the year. And I haven't chosen mine for 22, 2022. I keep saying 22, 2022. (laughs) Yet my word for 2021 was ownership, ownership of who I am and my feelings and what was my experiences and standing actually in my truth. And I did do that last year and I healed a lot of my stuff around not taking up space. So I hope you do choose a word, but if you want to transform your love life and have more love in your life, you have to decide today what you're going to do differently, right? Mm. It is like, it isn't just, Oh, I want to feel love. I mean, my truth is when someone said like, you are love at the beginning of my personal development journey, it was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't understand. I don't feel it. I mean, I was fantasy and really, really, really shut down. And so I know we keep saying it and it's a concept, but we've also said a thousand times that Kate and I have practices, right? And when you live with intention, 
right? You don't find a partner by throwing spaghetti on the wall and hoping something sticks. There are, there are actually things that you can do. Imagine mm. that there are things that you can do and there are things that you can stop doing um, that <laughs> impact whether or not you find a partner. But hopefully you're joining us at the start of the year right now saying, what are my intentions for the year? What are my desires of what I wish to create in my life? What, what do I long for? And then most of all, who do I want to be? Because we, that's the taking responsibility for your life and taking your power back. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again. And if maybe you're starting this year saying, well, all my life looks the same and everything's the same, guess who change, needs to change it? You. Yes. <laughs> you need to do something different. And, you know, I don't, I have, I don't ever stick with the same kind of ritual at the start of the year, but I, I love picking a word. I love choosing a tarot card to guide the year. And I love journaling about what I want to create. And I, and really the, the codependent reactions, you know, there's a, there's a phrase that codependents react instead of act. Right. Mm. Codependents live as the victim, waiting to be saved, waiting to be rescued, waiting for someone else to change their life. And the action, right? Setting intention and deciding what am I going to do differently? There's a reason Kate and I are the busiest at the at the end and beginning of the year because everyone wants to do work on themselves and we celebrate that and we celebrate that this time of year is surrounded by that. Like that's fine, you know, ride the energy of this year, but don't sign up for a 28 day program and then think that that's going to be it for you. Every day is an intention. So it's, you're listening to this episode four days after the new year. So what are you, well, who are you still being four days yes. in to the new year and who are you going to be next month and the month after you get to decide. And that's how it becomes the best year ever. Cause you decide that decide right now that this is going to be the best year ever. And you're going to be resilient and handle everything that comes your way and not be a victim and bring the love to your life that you are seeking and decide now what you're going to stop tolerating. That's a very important question to set yourself up for an amazing year. There are things you have to let go of, right? We yes. all have to let go of dead weight at some point in our lives or over and over again. And what brings our energy down, you know, that's the inventory. And I think we haven't gone into that lately around like, mm. how do you take inventory of your life? I don't know if you want to mm. say anything about that. Yeah. I, lo I love that. I love everything you just said. And I, I was saying resolutions is fantasy because it's just like everyone else is doing it. And then everyone just jumps on the bandwagon and it becomes this like thing you do because everyone's doing it rather than it being rooted in, in actual sacred ritual. Right. And so, and, and like, do we set us up, set ourselves up for failure? You know, like, Oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. It's like, Oh, why? What's that going to bring to you? I'm going to meet the love of my life. Okay. So if that's what you want, that's the external result you want. Like, what is, what is, what is that going to give you? And then give it to yourself, right? Like just, it's like an opportunity to just do it differently. Like if you do set resolutions, like how can you just instead be intentional about what you want to create in your life and maybe look back on I, I, what, like, I, I call it creating the sacred container for your heroine to thrive. And, and so like for your soul to thrive, it's like a part of creating the sacred container is first identifying where the leaks are. So that's the, what you just said, what are you tolerating? Identify what your leaks are, what's no longer in alignment with the woman that you are becoming this year. And then who are you becoming? And I love boiling it down to one word. I think like what aspect of yourself 
is, Mm. are you going to put your energy into? Is it your sensuality? Is it your power? Is it learning how to speak up more? Is it your um, sovereignty? Is it if you're uncomfortable being alone, maybe it's dating yourself. Maybe it's learning how to use your voice. Maybe it's learning how to be more vulnerable. Like think of what, think of everything you've learned from us, especially if you've been listening for the last year or the last couple of years. So weird that we've been doing this for a couple of years. Um, but whatever you've learned from mm-hmm. us about your patterns, like we've talked a lot about the saboteur archetypes, about the inner child, about the, these different parts of ourselves that are leading over-functioning, self-sacrificing, people-pleasing, fantasy addicts, isolation, like all these different parts. So start to unpack, okay, what what parts of my saboteur have been leading my life and my love life? And okay, so if the self-sacrifice is in charge, maybe you need to wake up the queen. In the heroine, the queen would be the archetype that you want to focus on. Maybe you need to learn how to stand with and for yourself. Maybe it's time to invest in yourself. Like you choose the part of yourself you want to reclaim and step into. And then the, the next step, here's what's wrong with resolutions is we set all these freaking intentions and resolutions, but we don't actually create, um, cre- create a plan of how we're going to do that. You right. know, I mean, some people might be like, okay, here's my workout plan, whatever. But I, it, it's like, so if I'm going to mm-hmm. step into the queen this year, what do I need to learn how to do that? If I'm going to learn how to speak my truth, how to be more honest with myself, do I have a team supporting me to do that? Do have I do I have healers helping me heal my trauma around standing up for myself? Do I have like are you actually supported mm-hmm. to make that happen rather than setting an intention and then beating yourself up later for not making it happen? Like how can I set myself up for success if my intention is to become the central woman? Well, I better sign up for some freaking dance classes and do some like somatic experiencing healing around my, you know, relationship to my body and, you know, hire a coach to learn how to slow down more. Like what am I doing to set Mm -hmm. myself up for success to embody that? And so circling it back to love, like, I mean, be your best year of love. Your best year of love is when you have love with, with and for yourself, within yourself, not just love all around you, but you feel love for yourself. And when you feel love for yourself, you don't tolerate bullshit. When you feel love for yourself, you put yourself first. You say no, when something doesn't feel good, you say yes to what lights you up your soul. Even if it's scary, you, you do things for you. That's and like, we've talked about the, the truth about self-love, another fluffy term that gets thrown around so much, but how do you have love for yourself? You make choices rooted in honoring you. So maybe, maybe that's your intention. Like it's your, it's your best year of love. Learn how to make choices that are loving towards yourself. That for me is what self-love is because love is a verb, but it's not only the thing that emanates from you, it's a verb, it's actions. And and lots of people can throw the the phrase, I love you around, right? And maybe Mm -hmm. some of you listening know the relationship where my partner says it, but there's no behavior that indicates that that's true. And so it really is the practices of what loving actions will I do for myself? And we have said this so many times, it's really hard to feel love if your behaviors are all out of whack and out of alignment. And then it's so freaking easy 
to have the experience of feeling love when all of your behaviors are in service to your soul and are take you are taking care of yourself and you are surrounding yourself with people who really care about you and who light you up or you're doing the things that make you happy. And so of course, setting up 2022 to be your best year of love looks like actually making a freaking plan. <laughs> and, and this is very different than thinking you have complete control over your life, by the way, but this is, I actually do have control over me and my actions and watch out for the part of you that wants to make a plan for the next 12 months, by the way, how about you just start one month at a time, but really we focus more on what we have to do rather than who am I being right? So yes, the actions really, really matter, but who do I want to be in the world? Like, I love the phrase that I say with clients all the time. Like I'm a woman who like feel that in your body. I'm a woman who puts herself first. I'm a woman who doesn't tolerate crumbs. I'm a woman who says yes to the things that make her happy and light her soul on fire. I'm a woman who respects herself. You can decide that now and the year of love starts with your practices what are the practices i mean look every every woman has access to her feelings but we're also wired differently i do not snap my fingers and then feel a certain way i'm not wired that way but i do the practices and the actions that bring and induct me into whatever feeling i want to experience and that's how you don't chase love because you actually do the things that activate love inside of you every single day. And this is not a game. This is not just some cute thing. This is how you get to live your life. And this is what taking responsibility for yourself ends up being about. And then guess what? In relationship, you have to keep up with these practices. Hey, falling, falling in love is the easy part. Staying in love is very, very different because then effort and intention actually becomes required. It's no longer just chemical, which is what everyone's chasing. When they think they're chasing love, you're chasing a drug. You're not chasing love. Mm -hmm. We just stop calling it love. It's a chemical reaction to chemistry and newness. So speaking of the new year, there's, there are so many research studies, first of all, around sustaining desire and partnership is doing new activities together. But there's a reason this time of year can be so potent and special is if you decide you're going to do new things right? New behaviors create new results. Your old behaviors, your old way of being is not going to set you up for having a brand new year of love. If you just keep doing the same things over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah. So true. And definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. It's not going to happen. And it feels like this is the perfect episode to dovetail off last week's um, resentment one, because it's yes. like, and look at all the places where you're resentful, where you're, where you're over-functioning, where you're overwhelmed. And like, you get to choose, like if I, if there's anything I learned from 2021, actually, this is nice to talk about. You talk about your lesson. I'll talk about mine. Um, 2021 showed me that I can actually have the life that I desire truly. Like I've been wanting to live in Europe since I was like 20 years old. And 2021 mm. led me to a journey to Costa Rica to heal my heart. And I hadn't traveled in a year and a half because of the pandemic. And I came to Costa Rica first time ever and experienced living somewhere for three months. And then I was like, oh, 
I can actually live somewhere else. Whoa. I, I normally will go to Europe to do the immersion for a month, but it doesn't feel like I'm living somewhere. Like when I came to Costa Rica, that's the first time I actually got that. Wow. My business is set up now in such mm -hmm. a way that I can live somewhere else. And then I went to Greece for two months and then I remembered and deepened even more into my love for Greece and Greek culture and Greek people. And then I came back to Costa Rica and I'm here for four months and then I'm going back to Greece and I'm moving there. And I know y'all know this because you've been hearing me rave about it on the last few episodes, but I, I literally, um, it doesn't mean my life comes with no struggle. I've, I've had a lot of big stuff come up since I've been here in Costa Rica and a lot of grief around letting go of my life as it was. And um, I'm actually stepping into this life I've desired forever for so long and I'm doing it. And so 2021 taught me like the, how to walk through the world with my heart open, follow my truth, no matter how fucking scary it is. Is it scary to move to the other side of the world and get rid of my apartment in Vancouver? Yeah. Fucking terrifying. But am I doing it? Yeah. Because I know every time I follow my truth, magic happens. And I've already witnessed it in how my apartment lined up in Greece and how, how connected I am with the la the owner of the mm -hmm. building and how my Greek family friends that are like family just showed up on this trip. And I met and like, I already feel like they're family and all the things lined up for it to happen. When we're fought, when we follow our truth, it's like the, the, the seas part, and everything works out, even when it's hard. Does it mean it's going to come without pain? No. Does it mean it's going to come without grief? No. Of course, when you let go of something that's no longer serving you, aka a relationship or a friendship or a city or an apartment or whatever, yes, you're going to have to grieve the letting go and the ending of what was and, and even letting go of the old you. Yeah. But the new you and how life will support you to 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 be in flow and for like magic will happen when you follow your truth. So 2021 taught me that. What did 2021 teach you? Oh my God. Well, this is a good question for everybody. Yes. So that you actually integrate your lessons. Hmm. 2021 taught me that I am worthy and deserving of an extraordinary amount of support. Mm. And that when I have what I actually need, I thrive. Yes. In my life. And that at the core of my work, that's what I'm helping people do. I'm helping women reclaim their need <laughs> that you get to have a life where your needs are met rather than be surviving and taking care of everybody else's mm. needs or having a relationship that you think you want rather than the relationship that you actually need. And when I look back on all of my clients, I had a bunch of clients that are in integrity with their partners getting married last year. I cried my eyes out. My, one of my clients had a baby at the end of the year. And they're living from, I chose the person that maybe wasn't what my ego wanted, the, the picture perfect bullshit, but need from your heart. And Andrew and I have set up our life in 2021 to respond to our needs. Yes. And, and yeah. that's what I learned. I needed the unbelievable therapist that I found. I needed the very specific energy healer that I worked with. I needed to live 
in Charlotte, North Carolina and to leave Boston. And I love the reflection of the remembrance that you set your life in motion, right? And the universe opens doors where there were only walls, right? Like that's the Joseph Campbell quote. When you follow your bliss, the universe opens doors where there were walls Mm -hmm. and there will be tremendous amount of walls when you are not following your truth or or when you're trying to force something to happen or you're chasing a, a person or you're trying to convince someone to partner with you or you're working really hard to make a relationship work that's just done. The, the relationship is is just done. And I fell more in love with Andrew than ever before as a result of me taking care of my needs. I completely changed my business model so that my needs came first. That was monumental after 10 years of coaching. <laughs> and now everyone's thriving as a result. And so that was my biggest lesson. And, and I'm, I'm thinking about our intentions for the podcast that I want to name for everyone to hear. Like we intend to grow tremendously Mm. this year. We intend to have more men on our podcast this year and have more diversity on our podcast this year. So you can hear more and more ways that relationships operate. So it's not only you keep hearing monogamy or polyamory. We want you to hear of every possible story. And we're deeply committed to continuously responding to what you want to hear, which is what the New Truth Movement Facebook is about. That's where you can write the questions. You know, what do you want us to talk about? Mm -hmm. We can talk about literally everything around dating and relationships. (laughs) So we promise you that whatever question you have, someone else wants to hear the answer to that too. And that we probably have something to say about it and are happy to share about it. And we're both fully committed to continuously recording and having episodes every week for you. And this will be the year too, that Kate and I put on something together for you virtually. So I'm really excited about that too. Me too. And also I want to do a retreat in Asheville with you before you have a baby (laughs) or maybe, (laughs) maybe after, um, yeah, we also have an intention that Mama Gina, Glennon Doyle, yes. Elizabeth Gilbert, we're all be on this podcast. I just, I just wanted to acknowledge your share, and I mm-hmm. like, I actually feel really emotional reflecting on 2021, and this is so important that we do this. And we're like, what did you learn? Like, what was your biggest takeaway? What was the greatest gift? Like, so often we just everyone's in fantasy about the next year, especially when trauma happens like COVID. And then everyone wants to just like delete. But guess what? Literally, it's been happening every year way before the pandemic where people were like, oh my God, I can't wait till 2017 is over. I just want to press that. Like if we had, if we went back on Facebook and looked at people's walls, so glad 2018 is over. So glad 2012 is over. So glad, like can't wait for the next year. That's the fantasy. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. What we do is we discount the last year and we get into fantasy about what's coming and then it sets us up for failure and then we feel like shit because it doesn't happen and then we get in fantasy about the next year. And what does it do? It's the same as the old paradigm of love, waiting for the ring, waiting for the husband, waiting for the babies, waiting for the house, waiting for the car, waiting for the next thing. It's right now. All you have is right now and celebrating where you came from. Like everything Mm. I learned from my relationship with Jeff, that's a huge part of aligned closure. My, my workshop of, of learning how to let go of your relationship with love is actually 
honoring the relationship, even if it was toxic. Thank you for teaching me how to finally get to the place of rock bottom of being like, no more. I will no no longer tolerate this, whatever the thing is. And my relationship with Jeff wasn't toxic, but it was thank you, you know, for thank you. Oh my God. I could cry like a million things that gifts that I got from my relationship. Like there's so many gifts in life and we miss it all. And so I just like feel so moved hearing you talk, tell your story and mm-hmm. on this journey, mm-hmm. since we created the new truth, you, I have witnessed you go from being in a really fucking rock bottom place in your relationship because of external circumstances that were out of your control, your husband being sick. And I witnessed you take your power back. And I witnessed you move your whole entire life, which is a really big deal. Sell your house, buy a rent, a temporary house, build your dream home, like move to North Carolina because a Vedic astrologer told you that there were some really good lines for both of you in North Carolina. And you'd been there and you both felt really good there. I'm sorry. If you don't know what astrology lines are, look at astro.com, call an astrologer right now because they are so accurate. It's unbelievable. I have no lines in Vancouver and I feel nothing when I'm there. And I have unbelievable lines in Europe and Greece. And I feel like a completely different human there. It's real. If you feel bad where you are, it's real. We talked about this earlier too. So, you know, what is living a year of love? Living a year of love is honoring yourself and following Mm. your freaking truth. And you did that with Andrew in so many ways and witnessing you change how you were doing your business. Like I witnessed you go from being a complete overfunctioner to being like so relaxed and so happy. And so like, of course you have stuff come up still, but like you are a different human from when we started this podcast and you, it life rocked you. And this is the new truth. You didn't run from it. You didn't shut down. You Mm. didn't stay a victim and complain and complain. You and Andrew would probably be in the same situation or you'd be divorced or you'd be miserable or whatever. But what you did was took radical responsibility for yourself and your inner world. And you completely transformed your life because you showed up for it. You didn't wait for someone else to do it for you. You showed up for it. You showed up for yourself. That is living a year of love. It's not some fairy tale fucking love story. That's bullshit. It's Mm -hmm. you learning how to make loving choices for yourself and not be in a fantasy about life anymore, but actually right here, right now, being grateful for every gift, every lesson in every painful experience and appreciating what you have and having the courage to follow your truth, knowing you're so supported. Yeah. Anyways, love you. Thank you for sharing. Oh my that. God. I freaking love you so much. <laughs> Thank you for that. And I'm, I mean, both of us are completely different and that's because both of us are committed to ourselves and committed to the work. I'm really freaking proud of you for leaving with love with Jeff. Oh. I know I'm the one who knows how unbelievably hard that was. And we talked about that in the episode that we're not in any fantasy that leaving with love is an easy thing to do or that it's ever easy to follow your truth. Like that's not what we're preaching. We're actually holding you in such tremendous love, knowing how hard it is to go against the grain and make decisions that maybe your family doesn't approve of or support or your friends think you're crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking about when I went to Hawaii in 2014, the, the trip that changed my life, that, which is why I met Andrew. No one supported that. Everyone thought I was crazy. And it was, Mm. it made the most sense in my body that it ever made before. And that's the same with this move to Charlotte. 
Um, and we'll do an episode on how environment matters because we keep bringing mm-hmm. it up and, and we'll talk about the astrology lines along with- Oh, we with... should interview the woman you had the session with. Totally. We can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Um, and I am so happy you brought up what you just brought up because this is incredibly important around like, I can't wait for X to be over. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to get rid of 2021 life is ever changing. Everything changes. And the faster you get on board with accepting change in your life is how magic will happen in your life. And even when I was struggling with Andrew being sick, I didn't say, I can't wait for this to be over. Mm -hmm. I was in each day with what is happening. What's in front of me. What is mine to do? What's Andrew's to do? How do we get what we need? And I'm so glad you brought that up because the only way we actually do transform and integrate what happens to us is through self-reflection, right? And so no matter where you are, and it doesn't matter that it's after January 1st, like, good God, you can spend time now after listening to this episode in reflection of last year. And it is so unbelievably important to celebrate yourself. To, mm-hmm. to work very hard to find those moments of what am I proud of? What am I celebrating? What's the difficult thing that I did walk through for that? Like, we're just like, oh my God, thank God that's over rather than that was freaking hard. And I am so proud of myself in the way that I did that. And what's true for me now, there are things I wish I did differently when Andrew was sick, but I can say that with compassion for myself rather than shame or guilt or judgment. And so Mm. please set aside any shame, guilt, or judgment over what happened last year for in your, in your life or in your behavior, because you can decide to do differently now and compassion and like love is compassion. Self-judgment is not freaking love. No one healed themselves through judging themselves and shaming themselves through personal development. Love is what carries you. And when you actually need love to have a year of love and the love is found within yourself. And so I'm so grateful you said that. And thank you for your reflection. And that when you sit with what did I learn? What do I want to celebrate? What am I proud of? That's building your connection with yourself, which of course is the whole freaking point and the number one way that you'll set yourself up for a year of love in 2022. So love it. I'm so excited for another 52 weeks of the podcast and being with you and, and watching this grow and all the amazing new people we'll have on and the topics we'll cover. You mean everything to me and all of you listening. We are so grateful for you. We get to do this because of you. So thank you for loving us too. Thank you. Love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Are you for real done though? Is there anything else you wanted to say? No, I'm done. I'm just like <laughs> sitting in <laughs> this. Oh my gosh, this is the best. It's like when you think the song's over and then it's like, like wait, oh, it's really coming done? back. There's a Keith Urban song that does that. It's like every time I think it's over and then, oh, nope, comes one more, cor- <laughs> one more chorus. There's like this like, that's this. That's no, this. just, yeah, just, I mean, if there's anything you've learned from the new truth, I think it's like you, 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 you first, you first, you first, period. Full stop. All the love for your year of love, beloveds. See you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. 
for more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.